Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about what you need to know about the physical effects of anxiety. We all know that anxiety affects your body as well as your mind. We can feel it, but we sometimes forget that some of our physical complaints may be related to or caused by our anxiety. In addition to worrying and feeling nervous, you may experience changes in many different functions in your body. One of the first ones that people notice changes in is their digestion. You can either be needing to run for the bathroom, or you could be experiencing some real gut issues all the way up to having IBS and many of these other GI issues are exacerbated by stress. Now, it's chicken or the egg at some point as to whether the stress caused it or not, or whether you are stressed now because you have this physical distress and illness, right? So it doesn't matter because both will inform the other. So as you reduce your stress, you will help your digestion. Now, why would digestion be one of the first places that we notice it? It's because when we are in fight or flight, we shut down the processes, not completely, of course, but we slow down bodily functions that are not required of us in that moment. And you don't need to digest your lunch if you are running from a tiger. It doesn't matter. Just like it shuts down or rather slows down a lot of the reproductive organs when we are highly stressed because we don't need to reproduce if we're going to be eaten by a tiger. The main focus there is survival. Use all energy, all hands on deck to get you to safety. Other things that are um, affected are our immune function. Now, we might not even think of that because it's not something that we feel like immediately, but our immune function is affected by our stress levels and our anxiety, our circulatory system. Now, this one we do notice people can feel when they're having their heart racing or changes in rhythm, right? You can get strange skipped beats, all kinds of things that happen. And you go to the doctor and you get checked out and it's often like people come back to me in session and say, yeah. And the doc said, my heart is fine because it isn't something that is happening all the time. And it isn't happening at such a level that there's, you know, something has caused a defect of some sort or disease but when we are stressed, we are changing up our circulatory system, our digestive functioning, our reproduction. All of these things, our immune system, all of these things change when we are in fight or flight. 
Anxiety may also be caused by physical conditions, right? So the reverse can happen and may increase your risk for certain disorders. So what you want to pay attention to is you may have a physical issue, such as the first one that comes to mind for me, and we just talked about it in our group coaching because people were bringing this issue up and uh, many people chimed in on it, thyroid. Now, if you're medicated for your thyroid, even minute changes in that can affect how you are feeling. And too much thyroid will definitely make people feel like they're they're having anxiety or that they're feeling anxious or stressed. So these are things you need to keep track of and discuss with your prescribing physician. Also, if you are eliminating stress and your body is functioning better, you may not need as much medication. So the, the good conversation always with your medical care providers. But remember that it can go either way, right? So our stress can be affecting our physical diseases or our physical diseases can also be affecting our stress levels and our level of anxiety. Whatever the cause, anxiety usually responds well to lifestyle modifications. If you or someone you know is being treated for anxiety, consider these physical changes that you may want to address. When you're stressed, your body releases hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol that prepare you for fight or flight. Since such physical responses are rarely required in the doses that they are coming out in modern life, those chemicals now wind up interfering with natural body functions. While you can't eliminate the stress, you can use strategies for dealing with it more constructively. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's look at some of these ideas to relieve anxiety. And 
relieve some of those physical effects that we might be getting from anxiety. The first one, of course, this is a great review. I know many of you already know this, but sometimes we know things in our head, but we have not integrated them into our lives yet. So this is a great reminder for all of us. Breathe deeply. When we're tense, our breathing tends to become rapid and very shallow. We're breathing only from the upper third of our lungs. And remind yourself to slow down and breathe from your belly instead of your chest. You know, you can just let your belly relax. No one's watching. Nobody cares. Let your belly poof out a little bit, that Buddha belly, because then your lungs can actually fill. You, you know, when we breathe deeply, not only does our belly expand, but we can feel our ribs opening up and even feel the breath in our back. You'll feel calmer and you'll increase the supply of oxygen and nutrients to your brain and other organs with this nice, deep breathing. Now, there is another way that you can do extra for yourself, and that is to make sure that your exhale is longer and slower than your inhale. That will really help to send the message to the brain that all is well, because we don't breathe like that when we are running from a tiger. There's another breath that you can use, and that is the double inhalation. I hope that you will try this even right now, breathing in through your nose. If you can, of course, if you can't, your mouth will do just fine. Breathing in through your nose. And then when you get to the top of your breath, your nice deep breath that you were taking in, take in even a little more. So it's like a double inhale and then do the longer, slower exhalation. So we're breathing in, then a little bit more. And then a long, slow exhalation. Now, I could feel that even just doing that. I can feel it all the way down to my fingertips. What this will change up is the ratio between your oxygen and your carbon dioxide. And we're not going to get into that right here, right now. But it will help you to feel better, calmer, more oxygenated. And so try that. I really hope that you will do it whenever you need to. It can't hurt you. So again, breathing deeply, longer, slower exhalations, and do the double inhalation when you remember to. That will really calm you down. The second one I have here listed for you is to avoid infections. Anxiety may hamper your immune system, so take extra precautions against catching colds and other flu buggies. Wash your hands and keep them away from your face, which we know so very well by now. But we can always use the reminder because we don't want to get lazy. And number four is to eat well. This is super important for your anxiety and your stress levels. Anxiety has a major impact on your digestion, as we've talked about before. You may overeat or you may lose your appetite. It can go to either extreme here when you're anxious. 
You may experience irritable bowel syndrome or stomach churning or even just little butterflies. Plan out your meals and snacks to give your body the nutrients and calories it needs. This is a big subject matter, and it is something that I deal with with my one-on-one clients when there's an issue with that. But just know that most of you have enough information to eat well. Make sure you're getting enough if you tend to lose your appetite, and make sure that you are not overeating if you tend to use food as your way of dealing with your stress and anxiety. Number five is to eliminate caffeine. I, You know I couldn't get off a, a podcast a episode like this without getting on my caffeine soapbox. Just totally eliminate it while you are healing. You can always add it back later and see how you do with it. We just had someone in our group post in our Facebook group who said, I forgot what kind of drink she had, but she had added back a caffeinated drink and said, if you're thinking of doing this, don't. (laughs) Because she said, I feel terrible. And this was somebody who didn't think she could ever give up her caffeinated fizzy drinks. So I'm really excited that she posted that in there because we need to remember it really does make you feel wired. The sixth one I have is to exercise regularly. We want to remember that physical exercise is one of the most effective and constructive methods that we have available to us for dealing with our stress. It costs you nothing to exercise. Find a variety of activities that you enjoy. And if you don't like to exercise alone, invite a friend or a family member to work out with you so that you can actually have some social time, and increase your chances of being consistent with your exercise. The seventh one that I have is to rest and relax. We can forget to do this sometimes. We're so mission-oriented, right? Anxiety often interferes with our sleep too. So remove any obstacles you can. Go to bed at the same time every night. Keep your bedroom dark and quiet and cool and relax during the day with meditation, with instrumental music, with a warm bath. Especially take that bath one or two hours before bedtime. That change in your body temperature will actually help you to fall asleep faster. So let's talk about identifying some of the physical causes of anxiety before I let you guys go. Anxiety disorders usually develop early in life. Like a lot of children have anxiety, teenagers, early adulthood. It's, it seems to be where it really manifests originally. Now, sometimes people didn't know until like we are in having sessions together that they were actually dealing with anxiety as a child. But once they start talking about when their anxiety started or when they had strange feelings or physical sensations, they do remember then, wow, that is what I was dealing with as a kid. But nobody talked about it, right? Because especially back in my day, nobody was talking about anxiety even when I was a young adult. So we get it. It can happen, but they usually manifest then. Childhood, adolescence, and young adult is when it first seems to get its hook into you. It can go on much longer, but that seems to be when it usually starts. 
Here are some of the issues that you can be looking for. Again, the thyroid. It's the first one that I think of when people have anxiety from a physical disease. Overactive and underactive thyroids are among the most common physical causes of anxiety. And your doctor can run those tests to help you and him determine if you are receiving appropriate treatment and what needs to be adjusted. Again, a lot of these problems can manifest when medication is changed because the thyroid is so sensitive and it really can cause you those symptoms and sensations of anxiety. So it can get very confused. Is this just something I'm feeling or is this because of my stress levels? So what I want to mention here, this is not something that comes up with us everyday life, but we do go to the dentist. And if you have to have work done, oftentimes you will need the Novocaine shots to numb that area of your mouth. And I want to remind you if that happens to you, many times, I don't think all the time, but many times there is adrenaline in the Novocaine shots. I'm not quite sure why they add that, but I can tell you that I used the dental chair to practice many of the things that worked for me to relieve my stress and to know that I could handle it and not go into an anxious state. And when the Novocaine was put in, boy, that heart starts pounding. And if you didn't know that was happening because of the adrenaline in the Novocaine, you would tend to think that you were having a panic attack because you were in the dental chair. So it's kind of important to see that these physical things that happen to us can cause us to have the exact same symptoms and sensations of an anxiety or panic attack, and it was caused by something external to us. It wasn't even our thinking. But if we can catch that and know it, we don't need to add more fuel to that fire. We can just relax and say, and believe me, you can relax and say, this was the adrenaline from the Novocaine. It will go away. I'm just going to go ride it. And sometimes that is exactly what we have to do. We just have to ride it. Or as Claire Weeks would say, float with it. There's also chronic conditions that could come in. Struggling with a chronic condition can make you more vulnerable to anxiety. Let your physician and loved ones know that you need extra help. If you have a chronic condition, this may be very much wearing on your stress levels, causing you extra anxiety. So make sure you talk to your loved ones. Let them know that because a chronic condition, it, it will wear on you. So bring it out into the open. Don't hide it and don't hide that you're anxious. Let people know around you and be sure to run this by your physician because, again, your medications and your treatment from them needs to be handled by them, but you need to communicate with them what you're feeling with any changes so that they know, because if you don't tell them, they don't know. Understanding the physical effects of anxiety can really help you to heal your mind and your body, and they heal together. 
Talk with your doctor about your individual concerns and learn to manage stress so that you can enjoy greater physical comfort and more peace of mind. I hope this episode has been helpful for you. And now for today's quote. Every experience, no matter how bad it seems, holds within it a blessing of some kind. The goal is to find it. And that's from the Buddha. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.